Welcome to the Animation Industry Podcast. My name is Terry and I put hot chocolate mix in my coffee. This chat is with an artist and animator who is obsessed with drawing Danny Phantom fan art and Meat Lover's Pizza, and his name is Christian Haynes, and he is doing everything he can to get his original series called Zack in Time off the ground. In fact, in our chat, Christian goes on to share what progress he's made on his series, how he put together a team to work on it, and his plans for making it big. So if you're interested in launching your own animated TV show, this is a chat you definitely want to listen to. But first, this episode is sponsored by Cloud stop motion who've created possibly the easiest way to start animating from your phone tablet laptop or desktop in seconds simply go to cloudstopmotion.com and click start animating their software works in any modern browser and your files are instantly saved to the cloud the best part is that they are completely free to use up to 500 megabytes of storage which is actually quite a lot and they're especially useful if you're teaching a class since you can create an organization account which comes with two gigabytes of free storage as standard and allows the creation of unlimited student groups and profiles, all of whose projects and work you can view for yourself from your admin account. Go to cloudstopmotion.com to see how easy it is to get started now. Okay, so without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Christian. How's it going? How are you? It's going well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Let's chat. Let's chat about all the stuff you're doing and how cool I think it is. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, you know, you've got this pitch going on or this TV show idea going on, but like, take me back to uh, the start, like young Christian who was like, you know what, with my life, I'm going to decide to pursue something artistic instead of um, something non-artistic. Cause that's a really tough decision to make, you know, like, I don't know. Some some people have their parents are like, don't do this. And they do it anyway. Some people are their parents are like, do this. And they're super supportive. It's like, take me back to like how things started for you. Yeah, definitely. I think I've always been kind of like a artistic person. I've always wanted to pursue the arts. Um, but like, obviously, it's it's hard to make money from from art. Um, you have to really commit to it. And I guess uh, at the time I wasn't I was kind of just like, oh, maybe it's just like a hobby or something, you know, something to do my free time. Um, but I think it was probably around like 2018. Uh, at that time, I was like working in a movie theater, just kind of part time. And I think it was like when I was like scrubbing the windows or something, I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, <laughs> this isn't what I want to be doing like as a career. And then I just thought back to like my college days of like, what, was, what were ideas that I, I loved pursuing? And like Zach and Time was definitely at the top of the list. Uh, originally, uh, Zach and Time was a, um, uh, my, my senior thesis project. And um, I kind of put it on the shelf because I thought like, okay, that was fun in, in, in college. You know, I kind of need to pursue like, like real, real jobs, real careers. And then fast forward to 2018 where I'm like, okay, no, this, this is what I want to be doing. Animation, television, creativity, all this stuff. And then that's really where I kind of sat down and I took like, because um, originally the, uh, the senior thesis was just like a trailer, like a two and a half minute trailer. I'm like, okay, I want to- So you already decided to pursue art in college then? Yeah, yeah, I, I was uh, I was a film major in college, okay. um, and I, I was wanting to pursue it. I actually originally uh, I was trying to pitch Second Time as a series, like right out of college, and like obviously I didn't have the connections or like how, how am I or a plan really of how I'm going to do this. So I kind of just said, okay, maybe I'll close the chapter on that that door, and then just kind of do just kind of regular work until I can kind of build up some savings so I can pursue pursue that. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so your intention originally was like when you created this thesis project, your intention is, was always to like get this made. Mm. And then when you realize you didn't have 
you, you like didn't have a super strong plan. Your new plan was to like make some savings to pursue it again. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually like in the future, I, I had no idea like when that was going to be, I just thought like, like, okay, maybe, maybe some, someday in my, like my wildest dream, maybe someday I'll, I'll pursue it. And then, you know, come, come, come to the day of uh, 20, uh, 2018. I'm just like, okay, I just need to just, just do it. I can't just wait yeah. for stuff to happen. I just need to just do it. So that's really when I pursued it, I kind of broke down the trailer into like a, um, like a seven minute episode. I kind of drew out all the scenes. Um, I sent it off to friends, to get their feedback. And then kind of slowly but surely over the years, just kind of sent it around to people, uh, sent it to one of my friends. Uh, her name's uh, Paige, who's producer currently on Zag and Time. She was actually an animator on the original uh, thesis project of Zag and Time. She was kind of wow. doing day job stuff as well. She wasn't really pursuing animation. And then I just said, like, hey, remember that idea, Zag and Time, that we had? Why don't we actually just, you know, kind of not necessarily like quit our day jobs, but kind of do this on the side. And then maybe if it gets big enough, maybe we can like make that our full time focus and then cut to. 2020 with the pandemic where uh, both of our <laughs> jobs kind of shut down. We're just like, okay, well, this is really what we want to be doing. So let's just yeah. make this our full focus. So that's what we've been kind of doing um, this, this whole time. Amazing. I think it's, I think it's super interesting and important to me that moment when you're scrubbing a window and mm -hmm. uh, you had this realization that this isn't exactly what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And then you, I guess you like, you know, kind of meditated to to figure out like what what made you happy and then this project came up and you're like I'm gonna go all in on this so like literally that day you like put together this plan and everything yeah it was I don't think it was like maybe that moment but it was really kind of just like uh like a, a gestation kind of period where like like slowly but surely things were starting to kind of come into focus of like okay this is not what I want this movie theater job these odd jobs aren't what I, what I want to be doing I really yeah. want to be seeing uh, animation, direction, writing, all this stuff. And then probably over, maybe over the next couple of months is really where um, started coming to fruition. Like, yeah, this is what I want to be doing. And that's where I really want to put my pursuit in. So I kind of had this realization myself where <clears throat> when I was working my business job and I was kind of doing creative things here and there, but I was always waiting for somebody to like notice me or pick me up or like, you know, God would come down and be like, congratulations, you finally won the animation lottery. Now you're a director <laughs> in animation. And I realized it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. I have to take control of my own life. Was mm -hmm. it similar for you as well? Like you kind of said oh, that. Yes. Yeah. So like <laughs> how, okay. So since you had this realization, like what are some of the landmarks that have happened since that would have never happened if you didn't pursue it yourself do you think because i think a lot of people out there are kind of you know they have this thing in them and they don't know what to do with it and they're like waiting for somebody to like come and give them a path when it's actually like you need to create that path yourself right yeah yeah definitely i think uh my parents were definitely huge inspirations because they're both very like go-getter um like on the enneagram they're uh they're type three kind of like the, the, the achiever um, I think I have that little bit in me. And like the, I need to be achieving something. So they they really like, you know, they said, "Hey, if this is your dream, I think you just just need to just go for it." And you know, that was that was really hard because uh, at first, because like I was like kind of lived to please them a little bit, and like I really wanted to kind of like you know do something like go to like graduate school and you know get like a full time job or whatever it might be um, instead of kind of pursuing my passion. So mm -hmm. once they kind of gave me the go ahead, I was like, "Yeah, you know, right." 
that I, I need to be, be doing that. So yeah, my parents are definitely huge inspirations oh, wow. for kind of taking that turn. And yeah, I think that was probably one of like the landmark uh, conversations. So, um, man, I have so many questions. I don't even know which one to start with. <laughs> um, okay. So maybe tell me why you decided Zach in time was the thing you were going to go all in on when you realized that you were happiest making Zach in time. So like, cause in one, my mind is like in one aspect, you were happiest making animation original concepts why did you decide that uh to pursue this one concept instead of just like you know i'm going to get into the animation industry myself and you know become an animator or like a writer or storyboard artist doing these concepts versus like i'm going to go in on this idea that i had in 2015 because it's like seven years later now which is crazy right like what mm. what is the distinction in your mind and why why did you choose this path mm. yeah i think uh one of my, my flaws is that I'm very stubborn <laughs> and uh, I don't really like to be told what to do a lot, um, which, which I, I'm learning. I'm definitely uh, learning and growing in that. Um, but I've always liked one to kind of be, be in charge of my own, um, my own creativity, my own stuff and not really have say like, Hey, can you, can you do this? Or you do that? Or do this for me, do that for me. I've always kind of wanted to be kind of in charge of that. Um, so at first I did kind of pursue like, okay, I'm just going to apply for an animation job and, you know, just like whatever kind of comes my way, just, just go for that. Um, and I guess I didn't really have like either like the portfolio or like the skills kind of to do it at the time. Um, so I was kind of like, okay, it's like, I'll just do just a normal day job here and there. Um, but like what really got me excited about animation and everything was like, was, was Zach and time was one of the ideas that I had. And, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, if I, if I really want a job in the animation industry, like I really just have to show what I can do instead of kind of maybe like doing someone else's thing. Um, that was kind of just my thing at the time. Um, so, so I was just like, okay, I just need to like get as, like get as good as I can, like writing my own scripts, writing my own stories, coming up with my own characters and kind of show people like what I can do um, in order to get kind of a job in the industry. And then as I was kind of pursuing Zach and time, like I was just like, wait, wait a minute, I can kind of just do this independently. Like I don't really need to kind of impress the, the, the industry and get, get a job that way. I can just kind of create my own industry in a way. And yeah. then once I um, teamed up with Paige, like that was kind of her goal uh, as well. Um, her our, uh, production company is called I'm Happy. And um, she really wants to start her own. It's called I'm Happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Um, oh my gosh, that's so I am, cute. Yeah, I am H A P I E. Yeah, LLC. Um, and like that's really her kind of whole her whole goal is to kind of create her own independent animation company and kind of use it as a way to kind of help people kind of make connections in the industry yeah. and you know like hone in their skills and like really show these big studios like what what we can do what they can do. Um, before they, they kind of pursue their own, own jobs and their own careers. So yeah, that's what, that's kind of what love, we're about. That's really cool. I love that you're both yeah. using this second time project. You're using it to, you just realize that this is, you know, you had more fun making this project and, and doing it independently. And she's using it as like the start to her company. Um, why have you decided Zach in time is the concept that you're going, like you're putting all your eggs in this basket. Maybe it sounds like a little bit, like, do you have a, a backup plan? Like, I don't know, like what, why is Zach in time the, the project that you're putting all your faith into? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely have like so many ideas. I have like a whole notebook full of ideas, but I guess Zach in time just seemed like the most fully formed idea. Like as soon as I had it, I just knew, I know what the whole series is going to be or what each episode is going to be. Um, and then as I was pursuing it, I, I kind of put more of my kind of personal story into it. 
Um, because mm. Zach, the character, he's like, he's biracial, half black, half white. Um, I'm not bi biracial, but I'm in an interracial marriage. My, my wife is white. So we know that our, our kids will be going through what Zach's going through. Aww. And, you know, I've always kind of felt like I don't really know where I belong. Like, like I'm black, but I don't like act like the black kids, but I kind of act white, but I don't obviously don't look like the white kids. So I didn't really know what, <laughs> where to fit in. So I just want to kind of create a character who presents that kind of duality. Like he literally doesn't know where he fits in. As soon as he, as soon as he becomes an agent, like he doesn't fit in with the agent. He's this kid in this agency. So I think the theme of the, of Zach and Time is definitely belonging. Like, where do I belong? Where do I fit in? And once I'm in that environment, can I adapt? Can I grow so that I can feel accepted in that yeah. sort of environment as well? So I think it's probably the most personal story that I've, I've written. Um, my other ideas, they definitely have like personal touches in them, but not as personal as, as this story. Um, so that's really where like, I feel like I put my whole personality into the show. Totally. I love that. I love that you're yeah. taking it from such like a personal place. And that makes it so much more real, you know, like, cause, cause like TV shows, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of cookie cutter things out there, but like the ones that come from like a place that's like really special and from the heart, like really stand out. So I think, I think that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So like, maybe we can fast forward a little bit. Like what, what is the, you know, it's 2022 now it's seven years since you created this original concept. It's four years since you decided to take this seriously like where where does this stand right now like you have a production team behind this you have the concept you've got a trailer you know etc cetera, etc cetera. like what what is the full package where does it stand right now yeah for sure uh we're kind of working on like three aspects of the show uh right now we're finishing up work on the teaser trailer the the new teaser trailer we have one that's already online but now we have kind of like a full trailer uh, that's oh, coming wow. up about like 45 seconds long um, with all the shots that we've animated over the past like year and a half or so um, we have a, a voiceover and now we're finishing up the sound effects and the music and that hopefully it'll be done by springtime um, wow. so that's kind of like our, our first thing we're working on the second one is a, the full pilot um, I wrote an entire feature-length script and we're taking like the first like 11 pages kind of like an 11 minute pilot and hoping to um, uh, fully animate that and then kind Wait, of did you say feature like length like 90 minute yeah, full 90 minute. It's a it's a full 90 minute kind of origin story. Um oh at first goodness. we were trying to I at first I was trying to like do like an 11 minute origin story, but then I showed it to the page and he was like, Yeah, I think this works better as, as a feature, just expand it out. <laughs> yeah, I this play. really short thing. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna work yeah. better as a huge expanded thing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I I tried to cram it all in 11 minutes, but just like, yeah, it's it's not it's wow. not gonna work as oh 11 minutes. So. so it's a 90 so, minute feature pi pilot origin story. Yeah, it's a it's a 90 minute uh, we're hoping to do the, the, the long-term goal would do like a web series, um, kind of do like each, like 10 minutes of each uh, uh, segment. Um, but right now we're just doing the first 11 minutes just, just to see how it goes. We're definitely learning a lot from that. And then our third project is that we're, we're working on like individual episodes. They lived uh, 11 minutes, just uh, kind of like uh, kind of bottle episodes. Well, not bottle episodes, but just like self-contained episodes, I should say. Um, so we're kind of doing that and sending it off to a uh, storyboard artist to just kind of kind of plan it out. So we're kind of working on a bunch of different things all, all at wow, once. Wow, this is insane. And it's definitely keeping us on our toes and very is this, busy. But... Is this your full-time job? I'm assuming you kind of do this on the side. No, no. I, I have a, a part-time job at a, I'm a manager, a assistant manager at a thrift store um, uh, in the city. So that's kind of like my my day, my day job. And then at night or um, if depending on what time my shift is, I'm, I'm all in with Zach and time or other wow. kind of creative stuff. So oh my definitely goodness. my schedule is definitely very busy, but... 
So, so how are you funding? Because you have multiple people working on this. You said you voice actors, storyboard artists, animators, uh, et cetera. So how are you funding this? I'm just curious. Yeah, right now uh, we're mostly a crew of volunteers. Um, mm. We did uh, give payment to the actors, uh, of course, um, but for uh, most of the animators, um, it's it's uh, their volunteers. So they kind of come and go um, when they're if, depending on their their business, their schedules. Um, but but right now, hopefully, we're we're kind of in the process of starting like an Indiegogo campaign, um, just so that we can um, you know have some compensation for all their hard work in the future. So we'll, we don't have an exact date for that, but hopefully sometime this year. Maybe totally. like uh, late spring, early summer, um, kind of a rough estimate, but but yeah, it's mostly volunteers. And it's definitely it's definitely hard, you know, not being able to um, you know pay pay uh, people for their work. But but we we love um, the fact that they're volunteering their time um, to help us out, um, and we definitely want to reward them for all their hard work in the future. But but yeah. for now, yeah, it's just strictly volunteers. So it sounds like the end goal is to have a web a web series based on Zach and yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what the strategy is to have two teasers, a 90 minute trailer pilot. Like what is, what is the strategy to get, like, why not just start with the web series? Like, are you hoping to create these teasers to go to the Indiegogo campaign to get funding, to make the web series? Like, I, like just, I'm just curious. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the first teaser was just to have something to get something out there just to know like, Hey guys, we are pursuing this. It's not just a concept or, or an idea. Like we are really trying to make this as, as good as possible. Um, so that was kind of like the first teaser. Uh, and then this full teaser was what our main focus was on. Um, and the, yes, that's for the, uh, the Indiegogo just to have something out there to say like, Hey, this is just like a, the tip of the iceberg of what we're capable of doing. And, you know, if we get enough money, we, we can fully fund this uh, full pilot and then hopefully a whole series down the line. Um, so that we're kind of doing it in, in uh, steps. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of our goal, our goal right now. So what is the success? Like, what if you, so what if you don't get funding, for instance, are you going to like wrap up shop or are you going to try a different thing? Or like, like, I'm just curious, like what the, um, you know, what is, what is success for you and how, what, like, what if you get it and what if you don't get it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. We have, uh, I guess like two backup plans. Um, one would be to um, just pitch it to different studios. If they love our work, then yeah, we wouldn't mind working with the studio as long as they kind of understand our vision. Oh, you guys love that. us? We yeah. don't mind working for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or either that or um, uh, just use that as like a reel for like our resume in case oh, we do okay. want to pursue like other jobs in the industry or to like the interns or uh, to the volunteers if they want to have jobs in the industry. It's like, hey, here's something that you can put on your resume. Here's a reel. Here's totally, a clip that you totally. animated, you know. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much like our, our plan um, is to, if if it doesn't ever get funded, then, you know, it's like, well, we can always have something for a real, and we have experience now, like, hey, now we know what it's like to work on an animated project, and, you know, now we can use that as experience, and, you know, if we want to pursue, like, other jobs in the industry, it's like, hey, now we now we know what to do, so, yeah, I think, you know, either either way, I'm, I'm happy, so. I, yeah, I, I love that. Um, so- have you considered going to animation school, like online school, in-person school, et cetera? Because it sounds like you're doing kind of your, I almost feel like that's, you know, you, if you, if you know exactly what you want and you have the, if you're goal oriented and like, you know, can get the feedback and everything yourself, like why go to school, but have you ever considered going to school to get these same skills that you're making anyways, getting anyways? Yeah, I've definitely thought about it. Um, I think just this experience is definitely teaching me more than I would have learned uh, probably in, in uh, at a film school. 
Um, I, Cause I, I did go to film school, but I only took maybe like, a, there was only a semester's worth of uh, animation uh, for us to do. So um, I only did like, yeah, semester of animation, but even in that class, I didn't even know like a quarter of the stuff that I'm learning like right now, just working on it, like working on an actual animated project. So I, I think it really just depends on, on who you are. Um, yeah. If you feel like confident in like your skills and your abilities, and I think, yeah, you can do it yourself. But if you have like no knowledge, no, nothing about animation all the night, yeah, definitely strongly suggest going to animation school or any kind of film school just to get kind of get the basics. And then once you feel comfortable, then yeah, you can uh, pursue it on your own. So I, I guess it'd be either way. Totally. I'm still curious about this like Indiegogo campaign, et cetera, because like I, I'm, I've thought about this for myself for my own projects, but I'm also like, I have this fear of like, who's, who's following me? How are people even, why are people going to give money to me? Like, why does it like, maybe I'll get some family to like, give me a hundred bucks, but like, how am I going to raise like, you know, cause animation is super expensive. And if you have a whole team yeah. with you, like you're, you're probably talking like, you know, you want probably like something like a hundred thousand dollars or something. Like, how are you, I'm not saying that's what you you're looking for, but like, how are you, planning on raising money like are you do you are you building an audience are you like giving perks because like another thing is like like if you're doing animation you're just you're just being like trust us we'll give you something at the end versus like I, like i don't know you can't give away actual products unless you make it like i don't i'm just spewing words tell me tell me like how you're going to manufacture success with this project yeah, for sure. We we definitely we already have a, a uh, an online store. All right now we have like second time. Yeah, I wanted to ask poster. you about getting that merch before. Yeah, back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have uh, like t-shirts and like face masks and like stickers and all this sort of stuff. And all that will definitely be on the Indiegogo uh, campaign as well. Uh, we definitely have a, we have an art book that's coming out, like the making of, um, with like crew interviews and like exclusive photos and like like early concept art that we have as well. And that'll definitely be a perk. Um, and then, yeah, we just had like a bunch of friends who also had kind of uh, successful Indiegogos who we constantly asked for advice. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, that's that's definitely the thing is trying to like get our social media numbers up, um, you know, like talking to talking to guys like you for, uh, to kind of expand the audience and everything. So hey. definitely thank you so much for, for, uh, for this opportunity, for sure. Can I get the word out? But but yeah, that's that's definitely something we're learning uh, as we go, because we've never been involved in anything this big before. Um, like the only thing maybe close was maybe like some college films where we just need a couple, you know, a couple hundred bucks or maybe like a thousand dollars for like to fund a project, but nothing to this scale. So we're, we're definitely learning as we're going. We kind of sometimes we keep pushing back the data when we're going to launch the Indiegogo because we're like, OK, we're not really at these numbers quite yet. We kind of need to kind of keep needing to pursue it. So so we're, we're definitely learning as we're going. Um, and then once we feel comfortable, we'll definitely launch the, the Indiegogo. But but yeah, that, it's definitely a, a tough thing um, to like ask people for money and, you know, ask people for yeah. funding and, you know, giving out perks and, you know, staying on top of that. Um, it's definitely, it feels like a full-time job just doing that <laughs> aspect. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just want, I just want to just work on the project and, you know, just make sure it's good. But, but you know, money is definitely an important thing and we're definitely taking that in consideration. But yeah, we're, we're learning as we go. I love that you guys, you guys are super ambitious and I love that you're actually following through your, with your plans. Like you're saying so many things that like internally I want to do but I'm too afraid and don't know where to start like and so I just don't do anything <laughs> and if even if I did and failed I'd probably like learn way more about the process than if I didn't do anything at all um so I'm wondering you know like 
you've got all these plans and, and strategies and things, but I'm wondering, like, you know, you've also like learned a bunch about actual art and animation. And, and like you mentioned to me before, like, you know, feedback is super important and you have to like learn how to get that. I'm wondering if you can talk to some of those kind of skills and, and lessons that you've, you've picked up along the way through this process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've definitely learned so much about animation just through this process. Um, you know, but at first I was a kid, I was just like, oh, there's the characters and you know, that, that, that's them. They're just living their lives. You don't realize there's a whole like crew that's behind all this, you know, like artists and animators and voiceover artists and sound effects artists. It takes like months and months, years to get all this stuff done. And, you know, being in the thick of it, it's just like, okay, now I know why it takes so long. Cause yeah. you know, cause it, it's, it's definitely a lot, a lot of hard work, especially when you're doing 2d animation, you know, everything's hand drawn. And you can definitely feel the artist through every single shot. Um, and then not only that, but you have to, you know, try to get the artist to like stay on model. And, you know, a lot of artists have like their own style and you're like, okay, can you kind of make it more towards what the the, the concept artist or the, the character designer kind of did? Um, so you kind of do have to do like take after take after take after take. And, and you know, they're learning as well. Um, I guess a lot, a lot of the, the volunteers we have, like this is their first thing that they, they've ever done like animation wise. So we're all kind of learning as we go. Um, but yeah, it definitely gives me more of an appreciation of like seeing all these like big Hollywood movies or even like small indie movies that, that come out with animation, just like totally. the hard work that goes into it. You're and like, yeah, oh, it's not magic. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's I know just, sometimes I wish you could snap your fingers and there it is. But yeah. yeah. So, so tell me about, okay. So like, obviously you have a whole team working on this concept that you designed originally. Um, how is the experience of like, you know, getting other people, to work on your idea and like I'm assuming they give you like feedback and like critique on some things like how do you know what to filter and not because it's like if you weren't in this project that wouldn't be Zach in time you know so like you're trying to stay true to this concept that you have but also like take feedback from all these different these people who have different areas of expertise etc like my I find getting like for my own stuff I'm like it's perfect. Like, don't like, don't critique it at all. And when people do, I'm like, ah, oh, my ego's like tarnished and like, <laughs> I feel angry. And then like a year later, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this concept that I thought was amazing. They were right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me through that, talk me through that experience for you. Yeah, definitely. I definitely, as, as I was saying before, I could definitely learn from this experience. Like at first I would kind of take everything personally, like you're, you're, Say, you're saying something against my vision like I've had this idea for so long and then you're saying this little thing you're gonna make me like, change all this stuff I'm like ah but then after a while like as, as you were saying like yeah it's like oh yeah maybe they were right about this so right now I'm just trying to like not have an ego about anything you know yeah. take everything with like a grain of salt you know just try to you know take people's feedback in and just try to like grow from it um, I think one of like uh, one of the animators I had in my life, Phil Lord, uh, the director of like uh, like Lego Movie and you know uh, Spider Man and the Spider Verse, like he had a, a TED talk about like not being precious with your work and not being so you know withholding of like your ideas, you know, like allow other people's yeah. feedback in, you know, because animation he said was highly iterative, you know, it constantly keeps changing, you know, from like the writing to the storyboarding to the animating to the editing and all this stuff. Um, so I think you know having all like the hard stuff done like later definitely helps. So if you have like an idea that can be changed, like in the animatic or something, do it right then, you know, cause you don't want to have like be in the final stage of animation, like, oh shoot, we have to change this whole thing and spend all this more time, like changing it all. So yeah, I think, you know, just being more fluid with decisions is definitely helpful. Totally. But I guess on the converse side, like, you know, the saying like too many cooks spoil the broth or whatever, like how do you know what to filter is uh, constructive feedback 
Because also like, you know, you have stuff on YouTube and stuff and people are commenting. How mm-hmm. do you know what is constructive and actually like uh, detritive detritive to the core concept of what you're trying to create? Because like, if you change it too much, it could just be this wishy-washy thing that doesn't speak mm-hmm. to anybody versus like, you know, maintaining the core truth of what it is. Like, how do you, how do you develop uh, the wisdom? I guess, to know what is, what is good and what is bad constructive feedback. Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, just kind of like reading the script over and over and over, the, the original script more over and over again, and then just kind of remembering, okay, why did I fall in love with the story in the first place? Mm. Like, what's the core of this story that, that, I, that needs to stay in there and not just yeah. be like changed? And you know, as I was saying before, like the theme of Zag and Time is belonging. And um, as long as that concept stays true throughout the whole through line of the project, then, then I'm happy. Like little changes here and there, like this person's hair color, eye color, height, different, whatever it might be, like little things like that, that stuff can change. But as long as it's like, hey, can you just change the whole concept? Maybe it can just be, Zach just accepts being in the age state or he just accepts moving to this new town. Like it's like, no, like that, that stuff needs to change. Um, so I think like having like a, a core, having the heart of the story to stay firm but just kind of like having the cosmetic things, you know, that, that stuff can change. So, I think, so what, I think that's so like cosmetic things, like what if somebody suggests a whole different style, they're like, actually this style is easier to animate. And I think it resonates more with like uh, kids in 2025 or whatever, when mm-hmm. you project it's coming out, like, are you fine to just change the whole style and be like, you know what the core belief is still there of belonging, et cetera. But like, is there something because style is so important to animation mm-hmm. specifically, is there something about that, that you're, you're like, this can't change as well. No, yeah, I think that that also the style kind of needs to stay firm because like like this this whole uh, concept is definitely kind of a throwback to like '90s and early 2000s uh, um, uh, cartoons. Hmm. Um, so that would that would definitely need to be like a core thing that would need to stay true. Um, but yeah, I think I think other things, just like little things here and there, like like hey, can we make Zach like a 40 year old man who lives with his mom like uh no, 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 no. <laughs> he needs to be like a, a kid uh stuff like that kind of like, like the pillars the main pillars yeah, of the story yeah, yeah. so it sounds yeah. like you've got these pillars like super defined like you mentioned you know it's a throwback to 90s cartoons it has to maintain in that world like you know the whole theme of belonging he's a kid and like you know being separated by different okay. i think that's super important and then everything else that doesn't that is like a change that doesn't impact those things is totally on the table that's that's really interesting so it's like starts with a super confirmed concept i guess wow how did you how did you i don't like you know i'm like say i'm creating a tv show right now how do i know what concepts and pillars to create like because you know you mentioned belonging but why not switch that with like something like um I don't know, adventurous spirit. Like, why is it, how do I know what pieces to hold on to? Does this make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, when I when I first came up with Zach and Time, like, I didn't really have any themes, like deeper themes, deep, didn't have my personality. I just thought, okay, how about a fun TV show about a kid who has time-traveling adventures? Like, okay, that's an idea, but it needs to have a story put onto mm. it. And then kind of as I developed the, the, the idea more, like the, those pieces kind of started seeping in, like, okay, um, so he gets the watch, but how does he get the watch? Like, okay, he's a kid in this agency, but like, how, how would he fit in, in in the agency with all these people? And then kind of like the theme started kind of presenting themselves like as the story was going on. Um, so I think if you have a, like a cool concept, 
um, I would say, yeah, just develop that more and more and then just add more of your personality, more of your personal experiences. Um, like I, like I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like Gravity Falls. Like, and he says like the more uh, uh, Alex Hirsch, the creator says like, you know, the more specific you can be, like the, the better it'll become, the more original it'll become. So like yeah. people like his, his twin sister in there, like so Noah Dipper and Mabel are like twins, you know. He, you know, stayed at his uh, great aunt's house uh, during the summer. So he put that, had the twins stay with the girl will stand. So like the more specific it was, um, like the like the better the concept became and the, the more, the better the storytelling became. Nice. Cool. Cool. Um, are there any other things that you've kind of learned about, you know, this whole experience? I, I know that you mentioned before, like it was super important for you to share your art with other people to like get it out there. Maybe you can talk to that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of all started when I first started making uh, videos and I was about like maybe 15 years old and I would kind of just like make them in my bedroom and I wouldn't really show anybody. And then I uh, was bringing my parents up again. They're just like, why don't you just like put this on YouTube, like show people like you, you have, you have talent, like show, show the world. And then I was like, oh, but what if people like give me feedback on it? What if people critique it? It's like, well, that's, that's the whole thing about art. You need to show it so you can get better. I'm like, okay. So and then when I started doing my YouTube channel, like obviously you get all the, the haters and stuff like yeah. that, like, this, this sucks and all this stuff. But but you do you do get people who who love your who love your your videos and everything. And then kind of you take the constructive criticism and you build on that, you know, you just get better and better and better and better. Um, so I think um, that that was definitely helpful for sure. Um, you know, showing showing your stuff to people. And then you know, once I started Instagram, I started you know doing sketches and my sketch was like horrible at first but people were just like hey why don't you follow this artist or that artist and you know kind of kind of adopt their style a little bit and you know they yeah. can help you improve in that area and so yeah i think taking the the constructive criticism is definitely helpful um you know obviously you always get haters no matter what you do but you know if there's like a little nugget of constructive criticism then i'll, I'll definitely take it so yeah, yeah feedback is definitely important for sure Totally. I love how that wraps into the feedback as well. It sounds like you wouldn't be where you are now if you didn't like learn those principles, I guess. So I'm wondering, you know, like if somebody's listening and they have a show idea and they don't really know what to start and uh, kind of sounds like you were in that place way back, way back when, but now you're in a totally different place and you're like, you know, you've got a clear plan and strategy. You've made things happen. You've built a team, which is incredible. You've got trailers. You're like, what is something that somebody can do? Like, like as soon as they stop listening to this immediately, that will help them get on the right path to like creating something like what, like what you're doing. Yeah. I, I know it's kind of like a cliche, but it's kind of just, just do it. Just, just, just do go it. For it. You know, don't Sponsored have it. Sponsored by Nike. Yeah. Sponsored by Nike. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would say yeah, just, just go for it. Um, you know, don't wait for, you know, don't wait for the green but, light. Don't so wait. yeah, yes, I agree with you, but like just doing it is so difficult sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, like for me, for instance, like if I'm going to start a project, like there's so many like, oh, I'll just take a five minute break that turns into like a three hour TikTok scroll that turns into like playing video games for two days that turns into like I didn't do anything in for a whole month. Like, how do I how do I even just do it? You know, like. Yeah, I think um, my something that my wife taught me was just like write things down, make a list, make kind of like a to do list. You know, yeah, okay, super today I'm just spend, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just spend like five minutes, you know, just like working on your, 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 your passion project. Like, okay, today I'm just going to say, I'm just going to write a sentence, write a log line of like, this, this, this is Bob who goes to the store, but then, you know, he 
gets abducted by aliens and then yeah. <laughs> has an adventure in space, something, something like that. And then it's like, okay, I, I did my, my stuff for the day. I wrote my log line. Now I can kind of do my other stuff. And then like the next day, okay, write a couple, write like a paragraph. Okay. You know, like, like Bob gets abducted and then, you know, so such and such and such happens. He has this adventure and then, you know, have that, you know, write, write an outline, write a script, you know, do some art, you know, just do like little step stuff here and there. Cause I know it can be overwhelming coming with the entire like universe, entire concept. It's just like, okay, whoa, like I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, totally, skip the day. Totally. So, so I think like having little baby steps along the way to get to that is. is yeah. Uh, five minute commitment and just writing something yeah. down seems so much easier than like, I have to make a whole TV show. I actually have this. Yeah. I have this like thing in my brain that I, I always tell myself, like never underestimate the power of 20 minutes because like, I don't know, you can like, you can do so much in 20 minutes you can. Mm -hmm. And what ends up happening with me is like, once I start something, it's like three hours go by and I've like, you know, done all the character designs that you just get in the state of flow where you just don't stop working. Yeah. It's just that moment of like convincing yourself to just start with something very small and it ends up like snowballing into something much bigger. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, you know, we've talked about like where you've, where you've come from, what's going on now. And like, you know, the future, which I think is super cool. You've got, I can't believe you have a 90 minute feature. You're like, we are coming out with a 45 second trailer and then a 90 minute feature and then a web series. I'm like, don't you usually start with the, the web series and then like go to the so, yeah, uh, very so, like, <laughs> so uh, you know is there anything else that you wanted to discuss uh on the topic of this or just in general of what you've learned in the you know from the industry and making connections and working with people and creating a all this stuff which i think is so cool yeah yeah definitely i, I think yeah let me just uh yeah summarize um yeah I, I mean i'm just like just normal guy you know just loves animation and I just just the point where i just wanted to just create something on my own kind of just show the industry what i can do Hmm. instead of kind of like trying to pursue jobs you know that I might not be you know happy with like okay it'd be nice to like work on someone else's stuff but you know I really want to be like a creator and like work on my own stuff so yeah I just one day just wanted to just just do it and just just go for it and you know it was definitely a long process a lot of ups and downs a lot of failures a lot of false starts yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to say it's, it's it's easy by any means but it's definitely it's definitely hard to kind of pursue you know creativity and pursue like what your your dreams and your goals but I think just having a team around you is definitely helpful. You know, just have that small group of people who know who, who love you and who, who always will support you no matter what you do. Um, and, you know, who will give you that honest feedback, the things that you need to hear to help you grow uh, is definitely something I've learned. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, just if you want to pursue your goals, you know, I just say just take the leap and do it. And, you know, just have that that team around you to, to help you, you know, see your vision become reality. Yeah. Um, maybe we could just focus on that team a little bit more. So like, you know, it sounds like the team has been super like impactful to getting this project done. How do you even build a team? Like it sounds like some of your friends kind of had similar goals to you, but like, say I'm, I'm Terry and I don't have friends who are like, yeah, I'll jump on this project and be your production company and I'll be your story. But like, how do you, how do you build that? And like, how important is that to getting, you know, this accomplished? Yeah, for sure. I think it really just all just starts with one person. As long as you have like one person who believed in you, then you can kind of build from there. Because um, yeah, with, with with Paige and I, like we worked on Zach and Time back in um, uh, uh, college together. And like back then I was like, oh, I'm going to like get the whole team, get the band back together. Like everyone who worked on it, like in college back together, and every person that I reached out to like, oh, no, I don't really want to work on it. Like, oh, yeah, I have this other job or something like, okay. It's like, like, who are you again? It's been five years. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty, pretty much. You're like, yeah. don't you want to volunteer all your spare time to make my dreams happen? Like, <laughs> what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people, it's like, for some reason, people don't want to volunteer their time without, you know, like some kind of compensation and something for some reason. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, like Paige really believed in this idea. And she was like, yeah, I think we can actually, you know, build something off that. And, you know, she's definitely, she's definitely a go-getter for sure. Um, she's definitely more of like the, the, the social one yeah. than, than, than I am. I'm really more of just kind of like the, the introverts. Like, I just want to like make my stuff and like go out there. She's definitely more of like the ones like, okay, no, I'm going to pursue this, this, this person or that person. I'm going to go to this animation mixer or this, you know, this connect with this person or someone. And we're, we're going to build this crew for you because, you know, I believe in this idea and I believe we can really do something well with it. So yeah, it was really credit to, to Paige. Like she really made, made it her goal to like, get all these connections and like these different people throughout the, the industry um, to help us out on this project. So yeah, wow. just really just have that, that one person uh, in, in your circle to help you out. You know, it's amazing. Really yeah. I feel like it's super important to have like a yeah. dynamic duo. So kudos to Paige. Yeah. She listens to this and I hope her, her face is beaming when she hears that. Cause that was a, <laughs> that was a very nice, very nice yeah. summary. <laughs> amazing. Is there anything else that you, as you wanted to share as we're kind of, you know, wrapping up our, our chat a little bit? Um, yeah, I guess maybe like the last thing I would just say is, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely to all the, the people who, you know, who like are listening and everything, you know, we're, we're definitely pursuing this for sure. Um, you know, we don't know what the future holds for Zach in time, but, you know, at least in the moment, we're definitely having, you know, having a good time, learning a lot, getting a lot of experience and, you know, what, whether this takes off or whether, you know, this, you know, kind of, you know, doesn't, doesn't come any, anything. Um, we're, we're definitely just trying to just be in the moment and just Amazing. love what we're yeah. doing, love pursuing animation and just seeing it being at the forefront of it um, with, with our own kind of original concept. So yeah, we're, we're definitely having a good time and we're, we can't wait to show the world like what we're capable of and like what had, what, what's in store for the series. Oh, Amazing. Yeah, I excited. love that. I also think you should be super proud of yourself. Cause like, you know, you told me you were, you were scrubbing windows when you realized that you didn't want to be doing that. And like, look at you now, you've got a team together. You're, you're like, I think that's incredible. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to, you know, hear your journey and, and chat with you, Christian. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Really of course. And if you're listening and you want to, you know, follow Zach in time or Christian's artwork and uh, see all the sketches that he does, you can check him out on Instagram at Christian. Dion Haynes. Uh, you can also check him out on Twitter at Christian Dion H or uh, I'll also post the, the trailer, but you can go to his YouTube page and watch it yourself at Mr. Homemade Films One on YouTube. And all those links will be in the description of this podcast. And thank you so much for listening. And that's all for now. Okay, bye. The music for this podcast was composed by Will Farmer and the graphics by Daniel Abensauer. I encourage you to look them up if you enjoyed their work.